0: All right, my brothers, welcome to episode number five of Warrior Week, Parables from the Pit. With me today, I have Goss van der Dan. Goss, welcome to the show. Thank you, Coach Sam. Thank you for having me. Graduate of two Warrior Weeks. What was your first Warrior Week? 31. Thirty-one, and the second one we can see the big ass number in your shirt. Number forty. Number forty. Graduates of Two Warrior Weeks. Today's conversation is going to be about purpose, finding your purpose. The conversation of finding a purpose is uh, is found in many books. Find your why, you know, the reason, and find your purpose. You know, you know. Now you have power and all kind of theory and concepts around purpose. But purpose, if not understood, or more importantly, felt. Would not become clear for a man, especially inside of an experience that opens the door for you, the possibility to see the profits and the passion and the purpose that life can have for you. Simply saying, the purpose of my life is this because through this reading or through this concept or through seminar, I've received some revelations and I'm clear on my purpose, may not last that long, you and I have both been in situations where we thought we found our purpose, and very shortly we came to the conclusion that we have actually not. So we're going to talk to Goss about this idea of finding your purpose. And um, so, Goss, before we do that, we're going to go back to we're going to go back to a little bit of history now. Here, um, you have a pretty unique history here when it comes to coming to Warrior Week. And it's a story that I love to tell because I know the story. Mm-hmm. I, I was I was present as a witness you were part to, of see, it. <laughs> to see the story. Yeah. And so um and I'm gonna tell the fucking story of Goss from what I saw and what I see today. But first we want to talk about you, and we want to talk about what brought you. What was that incident that brought you to Warrior Week, to Warrior Experience? And uh take take us there,
1: man, because it's a pretty fucking unique story. Yeah. Um, I actually I actually remember the, the actual date when, when it happened is it October 13, 2014 that is um, quite a while ago now. And uh, what, ha- what happened was my life got down to like the, the deepest pit you can, you can ever imagine. Like everything was over for me. Um, not just my business, my marriage, I was overweight my, my back was broken. I mean, it was just, it was just, it was, it was gone, right? And, um, my wife, um, actually was walking on the beach with her girlfriend the day after I moved out of the house. And she sees a group of men sitting on the beach, working in their journal. They sit in you know, a half circle and there's a guy standing behind them with his arms crossed, right? That's the story that she told me after because it, it, it was pretty interesting to, to get her take on this, right? And, and an, an interesting piece of the story is what, what she added to it was she was drawn to this scene because, right, here's two beautiful women on the beach walking down you know, along the water and a group of men sitting there in their journal, and they're not even looking up, <laughs> right? For her, that was something very unique. Yeah, right? Especially here in Laguna Beach. Especially here in Laguna Beach, right? So they didn't pay attention to her, and that was something that was weird and strange to her, so she wanted to investigate what, what was happening. And you were one of the guys there, yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> so uh, r- really what happened was she she met Garrett, right? She, learned about what Warrior was about. And of course, the first thing that comes to mind to her is Gus needs this. Mm -hmm. And uh, you can imagine at that time, we weren't really communicating. However, she had, she felt the need, call it the voice, right? Um, To text me the URL of, you know, at that point, I think it was uh, wakeupwarrior.com. I don't can use that anymore. That's what I got. So, my side of the story, I obviously I didn't know this was all going on. I'm sitting in my office, um, pretty depressed, crying, and I get this text from her. So, I get this jolt of emotions and and hope. Yes. I'm like, "Holy shit, she's texting me." Yes. And all it was was a URL. So,
0: uh, a so we're going to go we're going to we're going to come back and take the story from the link up, but yep. but like let's talk, about, let's talk about you in your office. Close your eyes. I want you to bring yourself on that day sitting in your office with tears in your eyes ready to be dropped because looking back at your life, you would look at your business and you were broke. You just, just simply broke. I remember you had a partnership and inside of the partnership there's so many things that went wrong. And so at the end of the day, the business was broken. Like, literally, when we say broken, there was no fucking money coming in to buy food. Like, that kind of pain. Inside of that, you looked at your body, your back was broken. I think it was a CrossFit incident, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. So, you've you broken your back, and you're like, you can't even count on your body to make some fucking money and produce. So, like, the two worlds are colliding. There is the, there is the collapse of the business and your ability to make money with your brain, and then there is the collapse of your body preventing you from making anything with your body in terms of like going out and working in the outdoor and just being able to provide then you take a look at your your situation with with your with your wife and how your relationship was then it was it was in, in the worst place that it was ever ever disconnected disconnected and f- she was so far away and there was this fucking gap between you and her and then spiritually, you, dude, like God wasn't even in the picture. Nope. If, if it was, there was like some hate at him or why my back is broken, why the business is broken, and why am I turned into, why am I in this fucking office with tears in my eyes? So that's the pain, right? And in the midst of this pain, bing, you receive a text message. You look, and it's your wife. Now, you're not used to receiving text messages from her because communication is not high at that time. Things are shitty. So you're actually like, oh, fuck. Like, I can feel the joy that you had, man. Mm -hmm. And so you look at it, and you see this wake-up warrior. Talk to me about the experience. You click on the funnel, and you start listening to the video. What did that mean to you? But more importantly, what was your wife trying to tell you, Gus?
1: So first, um, actually, that time, it was six hours of videos. It wasn't (laughs) just one. Like and i I watched every single second of it, I remember that, and because i was so I was so drawn into it because it was my life that was being displayed on the video. Mm-hmm. It was Garrett talking it was it was Garrett's story, mm-hmm. but it became mine because mm-hmm. everything he was saying resonated with me, everything mm-hmm. he said he did, I did, everything he felt I felt like so it, I was so drawn to this because he he was basically telling me what my life looked like, right? So that, of course, I, I couldn't stop watching it. And and it was, but what, what she, you know, your second part of the question, what was shy giving me was f- she had hope. She knew that there was still hope for us. There was still hope for me. And... She had always believed that there was more inside of me, mm-hmm. because that's that's why we got together.
0: So yeah. how old are you when you received that text? What how how old were you? 42. 42. 42, 42 ago, yeah, old Forty two. Forty two. Forty two. year old sitting there, and like the, yeah, I recall the video being six hours. Today it's an hour and a half. That ninety video. It's 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 a it's called the Warrior Week documentary. You can find it on www.warriorweek.com if you want to have this reference of what Gus is talking about, perhaps maybe you can watch it as well, and maybe perhaps it will talk to you as well. But for understanding what Gus is trying to tell here is that he watches this video, there is a text, and then I get the attention of what your your wife was and the hope that you... You were seeing now, or you are able to, to like you were able to see that after you graduated, or so on from Warrior Week. But at that time in your office, what was oh, yeah. your wife trying to tell you? Because she didn't write anything; she just saying "ding." No. Yep. So, w- like, w- what were you telling yourself? What is my wife trying to tell me?
1: Um, like she she gave me she gave me the option to um get out of this right this was this was a a solution for the problem that i was that i was looking at the pit that i was in right she knew that i was there and meeting the men at the beach and talking to garrett about what they were doing and why they were there yeah she knew that i was one of those guys and she also knew that if there was one way for me to get out of this... Yeah. ...was to eventually end up on that beach as well. Yeah. So, I remember um,
0: almost like nine months after, right? Obviously, I didn't know that this was... I, all I can recall is remembering the woman's on the beach talking to Garrett. It's like, I was a witness of what mm-hmm. you just told me with my own eyes. Um, and this goes a few years back. And so, inside of that experience, nine months later... I'm sitting in the office of the old HQ here in Laguna Beach right in front of the Surf and Sand Hotel, um, and I remember it was the summertime, and I, I get this, like, it, it was towards the evening, and this random dude comes in, knocks at the door, and kind of kind of comes in, and he goes, hey, you know, I'm Gus. Have we spoke on the phone, and so you and I have a sit-down outside, mm-hmm. and, and you tell me the story about, like, how financially you were in a, in, in a really bad place. How your back is preventing you from like participating, but this is something that you really want. Because at that time we had some other other things that we came out. I think there was something called the Warrior Three Hundred. I don't yep. know. Yeah, I did And, all and that. you were part of that, and um and 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 you and I had conversations, and so it was great to to put a face around the voice, the local voice that was knocking at the door for nine months, mm-hmm. right? And so you and I have a conversation that night, and uh, and just a few months later you find yourself a Warrior Week. Mm-hmm. So talk to me about that what what took place from the conversation we had in the garden outside and all the way to your experience at your first
1: warrior week, yep, well, as you can imagine um some some of the things that I told you back then, right I wasn't living the Warriors way yet yeah. <laughs> I was lying a little bit <laughs> um weren't were not really the reason why I wasn't doing it the The reason was that m- my wife was in control, yes, right and and rightfully so. Sure. So she she knew that eventually Warrior Week was the thing I had to go do. However, there was a couple more steps to be taken before she would give me permission to go do that. Sure. Right? So that that is really what happened in that in that time period be, between you know watching the videos, getting on a call with you, doing the interview and being like, "Ah, I can't do this because I I just wasn't I didn't have the permission." Yes. Right? And yes. And, and she felt that, and I and I to this day, she was so right. I I wasn't ready to sure. go through Warrior Week. Yes, no, I was not in the right mindset. It was a false hope. A false hope. I, I was not ready. And you
0: wouldn't be accepted. Nope, because nope. it it would have been detected. Yep, exactly. So, and it's a great great point that you're bringing is that if in your life as a man, in your own kingdom, you feel that you're not operating as a king. And the queen is actually leading the entire kingdom. There's something, something fucking unnatural about this. Now, like, I want you to understand this. This is not about like me trying to be fucking macho and saying, "Hey, man, you're a man. You're supposed to like run the shit." It's not that. Like, we all know that when it comes to our wives, like, dude, at the end of the day, like, when they say some shit, they say some shit, and we actually execute, right? Yeah, right. So, but that's not the point. The point is the conversations of leadership. The kingdom belongs to the king, and if the king doesn't rise, the kingdom fucking dies, including the fucking queen inside of that kingdom. And so what often happens is that when the queen is betrayed or when the queen doesn't see the power in his king, the queen decides to take over the fucking kingdom because the queen wants to protect the kids. The queen wants to protect the kingdom. Because the queen is telling himself, well, this motherfucker is not going to do anything. Fuck this guy. I'm not having any fucking dependency on guy. I'm going to make sure that I play the cards in a way where this family stays together or at least my kids have food on the table and they're fucking safe. Because this motherfucker seems to be fucking out of it. So fuck him and the way he thinks. That's what happens when your woman is actually running your household. So if you're sitting there and you're hearing this... Or you're watching this and somehow this is like triggering the fuck out of you. Like triggering the fuck out of you to a point that you want to say, fuck this show, fuck this guy, fuck this Gus character, fuck this Sam dude or whatever. Fuck these guys, man. I don't need to listen to this shit. Fuck all you. I get it. I totally get it. But I got one question for you, man. When are you going to believe that you are the king? And the king has the responsibility to lead the entire kingdom. The king leads the queen. So if you've delegated this important leadership role, you shouldn't be pissed off at me. calling it out you should take a look at the patterns and the routine in your life that brought you to the place where this delegation of power took place the queen didn't take the power from you you put it on a silver platter and you give it to her based on your actions based on your inactions Based on your tolerance, what you've tolerated and what you've promoted inside of this relationship and continue to promote the gap between you and the queen to a point where the queen is no longer seeing the fucking king because there is a fog in between there. And at that time, the queen decides to rise and says, I can't see this motherfucker. I can't feel this motherfucker. This guy seems to be all fucking bullshit. I'm going to protect the kingdom. So Gus... Like what are you hearing in
1: this conversation and how does this apply to you man back then? Well, I want to I want to add something to that, Sam. The <laughs> my wife and for you guys listening, she doesn't want to be in charge. She does not want to run the kingdom. But she's going to take that responsibility because in my story, I had given it up. Hmm. So somebody's got to go do it. Mm. Right? So th- when I say she was in control, it I, I don't mean like I was a pussy and she's calling the shots, right? I'm what I'm what I mean by that is that she wants me to rise and be ready to receive that crown again. Yes. Right? That that is like the most important piece of this story is is not not that I'm like, you know, I'm there with my tail between my legs yes. and and worthless, not at all. Yes. I was just I was not capable of of carrying the family anymore. Yes. And and thankfully my wife took over. Yes. Thankfully she she believed in it and and, and I'm and I'm so grateful that she was willing to take that responsibility for a, a little while. Mm-hmm. But then it was like a journey to get ready for that, dude. Like you need to take this back. Yeah. Work on yourself, get ready. And then, when we feel like you're ready, now we're going to make that investment in going to Warrior Week and, and level this shit up.
0: Yes, right. And, so and that, it comes down the, to, <clears throat> it, it comes down to three things, Gus. Um, like to take back that kingdomship, to take that back, you need to go through three phases. And that's what you went through in, in the nine months that you described here, is that there is a phase that the question is, are you ready? Mm. Are you ready to be the king? Do you believe yourself to be the king of this kingdom? Yes or no? Yep. Most people will not be able to answer that question with confidence. A lot of people would say, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, but not knowing what does that mean. And there is a small percentage of people that say, yes, I own it because I'm 100% responsible for my fucking kingdom. So you bet your fucking ass that I'm the king. Mm-hmm. Right? So in the midst of all this, there is this first layer, are you ready? Then the question is, are you able Are you able to be this king and rise the kingdom? You got to look into your skills and your capabilities. And the final chapter of this is that are you capable of sustaining the kingdom and remaining as a king on the throne? Or are you just a king for one fucking day? Mm -hmm. Because down the line, this is not a sprint. Everybody can be a king one day. Can you be a king for 40 years? Can you be a king for 60 years? And a king is someone that builds a life with the queen. You grow the kingdom. That's the role of the king. The role of a king is not to remain in the same kingdom for 60 years. That is a fucking peasant acting up as a king. That is a goddamn fucking peasant pretending to be a king. Because a king's role is to expand the kingdom for him and his people, period. That is his number one mission. And so the question becomes, if you believe yourself to be a king, are you able and capable of building a kingdom for the next 60 days or 60 years with your queen? So what are you hearing from this, man? Because that's exactly what you needed. Like you needed to go through that phase, like yep. right? these questions. And obviously at that time, it wasn't as clear as we're talking about because we can
1: look at your journey and say, okay, this is what happened. Oh, it's easy to look back at it and see that, but y- you're absolutely right. And, and what that means to me, what I'm hearing is that this, this taking back the kingdom is something that occurs every fucking morning. Every time, every day I wake up, I have to work on that. Every time I wake up, I have to go through those three questions that that you just uh, asked. You know, am I willing? Am I capable? Am I committed to doing this again today? <clears throat> because yesterday may have been a pretty shitty day. Yes. But today, well, I'm gonna go for it again. Yes. So and and. That is, for me now, the only way that I'm, that I'm able to sustain that and, and that I'm able to sustain that constant growth is, is to look at every day as, all right, I got to go prove this again. I got to go earn this right to, to carry the crown again.
0: You're 100% right. Because he, he, here's the psychology of the first question, right? Like you come to a person and say, hey, man, are you ready to be a king? And the psychology says, yeah. Of course I am. There'll be a group of people who say, well, I'm not sure. What is the king? I don't know. Well, we're not talking about that, so fuck off, right? We're talking about the guys that are listening to this podcast, right? We're talking about the guys that say, yeah, man. Fuck yeah. And here's what happens. If you don't get up every single morning and ask yourself the two questions that follows it, am I willing to be the king and am I ready and able and capable and willing to do what is required for me to remain a king today. Answer those two questions. If it's yes, then you are ready. If it's not, you're probably not ready and you jump to the loops. What are you seeing in this, man? Because that question is, am I ready, willing, enabled, and capable of doing what is required to sustain the kingdom and remain as a king To day that's the keyword how do you live that today
1: well that's that's what you know living the warrior's way is all about right we we uh we use can i get into that yeah, the tools should get, and get, the, yeah whatever the be, fuck you want <laughs> well how how i sustain that is by by starting every day by using the tools that i that i have now mm-hmm. right core four, the stack um, to get into into a place where i feel like i have all the energy and the power to take on that responsibility again yeah right i know i want it that's easy i kind of know i'm able right I, I i was able to do it yesterday yep. so i know that i can answer that question but then then it's a that then it's a matter of of doing the work yeah right and getting ready for the next day and and i do that mm. through running a stack and and Doing my core four, and and then a, and a lot of other work. Looking at w- what my targets are, um, you know, I, I work back from just like everybody else from the ninety days to the month to, to yeah. what we do in the you know, yeah. general's tent. I mean, there's, I, I have all the tools available. Yeah. I just have to do the work. And so the the,
0: the ultimate uh, result of going through these tools at Warrior or uh, any other tool, man, any other fucking routine that exists out there and people you know, take, right? Um, the purpose of all this is at the end of the day to have a simple dialogue with yourself. Mm. Which means, hey Gus, you actually matter. You actually matter and time for taking care of yourself matters. Time to take care of your body, time to take care of your mind, Time to take care of your connection with God. Time to take care of your connection with your loved ones, your wife and your kids. Time to understand the marketplace and understand the definitions of how to make money and produce so that you're able to produce with your family. That time matters. Time to train your brain. Time to connect with the voice and follow the voice within as your guidance daily in your life and in your business matters. That you should not depend on anybody else telling you what to do based on their experiences or any fucking book or any other concepts that you may attach yourself as a delegation of a power that is yours to begin. Don't give it away. That time matters. And that time, maybe an hour, two hours, three hours, whatever that is, is a routine. That is a routine. That serves one single fucking target, and that is to position a man like Gus, a man like me, a man like all the brothers inside of the warrior brotherhood, and so many other outside living other routines in power. Here, the difference is that the structure and the system that we've built actually is measurable and can improve not only business, not only body, but in areas where we can measure which is relationship with our wife and our kids and as well as a connection with the voice and God. So coming back to your warrior week, you come to warrior week, you experience some changes, you go through some, some you know, the, the kingdom challenge and everything else that comes here to embed these patterns and these routines that we talk about in your life. And that brings you to a point in your life, right? And that brings you to a critical point. Specifically, a couple of months ago, we were on a training and you show up. You show up good. You show up good. You're not broken. Gus is things are working for Gus. So you show up in this training and something happens on that training. You and I go for on a call, about an hour call, and something there is a shift that takes place that has completely changed you as a man and the trajectory of your life and the way your queen and your kid and everybody else in this brotherhood
1: sees you. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about that call, bro. That's the call about uh, connecting with my wife, yes. right? Yeah. Um, so the, the, um, the, the couple lessons that I learned out of, out of going through Warrior Week, the, f- the first time was, was really all about um, accepting and loving m- me and who I am. That was that was like the biggest lesson out of the first Warrior Week. The second Warrior Week was giving myself permission to then be myself, and and going back a little bit to what you were saying about uh, the work that we do every day. For me, really, what that is is every morning I give myself permission again to be me. Mm-hmm. Right, Core Four is is all about that. It's not just about getting into power for me. It's also telling myself, "Hey Gus, it you're." this is who you are like mm-hmm. this is the best version of you go kill it yeah right that's that's a little thing that i wanted to add to that but um going back to your question the the piece that was missing was now okay i accept myself who for who i am i i'm comfortable with being who i am but that leaves me alone mm-hmm. there's still no connection with with anybody else so i was struggling with and and particularly with my wife how do I connect with this woman? Uh-huh. Like, How do I build a stronger bridge between the person she is and the, the person I am? <laughs> and, and the whole conversation that, that we had was around that. And, and I, I mean, I clearly remember what you told me to do. <laughs> 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 it was like, Gus, this is not difficult. Just go to the place where Shai met Garrett at the beach in front of the surf and sand. That's where this whole journey began yeah. and just open up your fucking heart. Yeah. Like stop living in your fucking head. Yeah. And and that was the major shift that And and going back to purpose. Yeah. Right. Sam, I always thought that my purpose was somewhere in my head. Yeah. But I figured out it's in my heart. It's beautiful
0: because Couple of things. As you shared the story, I fucking remember the picture you sent me that night. Yeah. Because I told you you better fucking send me a picture too. <laughs> yeah. I remember. Uh, I remember Shai's face in that picture, and you, I, dude, it was fucking beautiful, right? I, and and it it was the sunset. It was it was dark. It wasn't you know what I mean. It's, it's yep. just I remember that picture, and I remember the shift that occurred simply by you operating by the simplest rule of the world, which is just saying what's in your heart. Yep we make it so complicated and we go in our mind and we start like following these structures and these commands inside of our mind that has been put into our mind over the past 10, 20, 30, most of our lives. Most of our lives, we've downloaded a list of to-dos. We've downloaded a list of like things that need to happen in our life in order for us to define success. Somewhere down the line, When we were a kid or whenever, somewhere down the line, we've tried certain things and we have failed at them, not because failure by itself was demonstrated to us, but because other people casted judgment on what we did. And they said, you should never try that. You're not good at that. You should not give this a chance. You should probably look at this thing. You should probably look at that thing. You shouldn't do this again. The casting of the judgment of others made this belief system inside of us particularly as men that we are limited to do certain things and life went on and on and on and on 30 40 years our subconscious operates still by these same rules that hey you can do a b and c but bro you're not good enough to do d and e so why don't you shut the fuck up and do a b and c a b and c a b and c D and E, not for you. D and E, not for you. A, B, and C, for you. Subconscious tells us that we operate by these rules. And some people call it fucking limiting belief. I don't even understand what the fuck that means. But what I do understand is the following. Is that somewhere down the line, the judgment of others... And the pressure of the cultures and the societies and our parents and the structure that was put upon them to be put on us made the limitation in our mind. But they missed one fucking place. That is in our heart. There is no subconscious in your fucking heart. There is simply purity. After all your sins, after everything that you've done, after all your fuck ups, strip everything away. Strip every fucking story attached to that in your mind and simply bring yourself in this place, in your heart, a man's heart. And feel the purity of the kid you were once. Because when you were a kid, your heart was pure. And your mind was pure. And over time, your mind became populated and created a distance to travel between the mind and the heart. And this this disconnection never give you permission to go in your heart and just operate by the simplest fucking rules. The example of that, the living example of that is Gus right here. Like that's exactly what it is. You grew up in Belgium, you grew up in a society and a culture that was always demanding. Success was on the agenda, and it's a European mentality. So, like, there's structure, there's restriction, and there's expectation. Very similar here in the US, and very similar in the Middle East when I was growing up. Like, it's just there's constant pressure from our parents and the society and all the other pair of eyes that are watching to make sure that we arrive at XYZ predetermined it by them for us and so inside of that the only place we forget to visit it's our heart because the power that you find in our heart that night actually transcended into shy yeah. the connection that would fuse you together was big I would say man I, again I'm gonna give myself fucking permission to go there I
1: would say like th- this was as powerful
0: as your wedding day if not more
1: oh way more powerful way more powerful and and I'm 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 sure you saw that when when she was uh, on stage at WarriorCon. Yeah, right? yeah, I remember her. I mean that that woman did not exist a year ago, right? So <laughs> so my warrior journey has has also transcended on onto her. Yes, and she she is a completely different woman, and and not because the reason she has changed is, is because i have allowed her to change i have yeah. given her the space yes to change because i never did yes. i was such a powerful fucker <laughs> yes. that i i didn't give her the space she not not in a bad way but i i didn't even realize that i was keeping her in in a mold in a box because like you said that that's how i grew up that's how men behave yeah. in in our culture and yeah please don't show emotions Right, while you're while you're at it, because and that's why we don't go inside of our hearts, because we're not supposed to to go there. Go there. We're not supposed to. show We don't emotions. even have a
0: path to go there.
1: No, no,
0: don't even know. Don't have even fucking path. And so inside of that, when when I remember shy and and on the stage, and like looking into this whole conversation tonight, the exchange that we have, like just really feeling her presence and how. Just, just visualizing her on the stage and what she shared with the audience about you and so dude I truly in my heart believe that she believes in you does she believe in life and the future I'm not certain yet about that because that's what she stated as well on the stage yep. but one thing I'm certain that she believes in you that is very different for saying well I believe, I believe that Gus will do this and this and this and that. it's different it's it's not the same. Nope. You can't put it. like but she always believed in you. And when you open your heart to this woman on the beach and there was this exchange of dialogue right almost of exchange of power. You empowered her but then she empowered you with something. There was an inception inside of your heart that completely changed the direction of where you were going and how you were operating, because after that night, you started tuning into this conversation of the voice. Before that, it was a concept. After that, it became a tool, tapping into the voice and receiving instructions in your heart and having the courage and confidence to act upon those revelations and those conversations downloaded in your heart. Talk to me about that because that's the gift that she incepted in you that has brought you today where you are. And we're going to talk about where you are today and how you find your purpose. We're not going to jump Warrior Week 40 because we're going to go there. But that's what pushed you to even consider Warrior Week 40. And at Warrior Week 40, this is where you found the power in the voice that brought you to your purpose sitting here today as you were explaining to me what you're doing and the things you're doing that was not clear for you.
1: Absolutely not. So talk to me about this whole journey, man. Yeah. So the the main thing that happened in that conversation and me opening up my heart and and allowing myself to be emotional, the, the one word that keeps coming back is vulnerability. Yeah. And it truly is just that. It's not complicated. It's not hard. But I was never showing vulnerability to her. But as soon as I did, that's when that connection happened mm-hmm. because she felt now that I, I was more genuine mm-hmm. because being the strong guy all the time, 24 seven, that's impossible, but that's what, that's the image that I was giving her. Mm-hmm. So she knew there was something wrong about that, mm-hmm. right? So by me opening up my heart and being vulnerable to her, which for me was uncomfortable because I thought, well, I can't, I'm the man. I've got to be strong. I can't be vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Right. But that was, that was the wrong approach. I know that now because that's what shifted everything for me to open up and be vulnerable to her and say, look, shy. I, I don't know all the answers. Mm. Sometimes I don't want to do all this. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I do want to cry. Sometimes I don't feel great. And I feel like I can handle this. Yeah. And that alone, that's what created the shift. And so, the
0: shift was created and then there was an invitation for you, not an obligation, there was an invitation to you to come to Worry Week 40. And yep. you opted in for that. Yes. Um, kind of not knowing what the fuck you were getting on. Like I didn't, know, you, you, I didn't know why. It was more of a process for you. It was like, listen, I, I got to do this because... I feel that, that like the voice is telling me. I, it wasn't even the voice because you weren't connected with it, but you're like, I, I got to do this because basically I feel that this is the next. You were saying I feel that this is the next step for me. Okay, yep. so talk to me about uh, you coming to Worry Week 40, which was pretty intense, yep. very intense. The, the pit came alive, if, if you remember what yep. happened that night. Yep. Um, <clears throat> the pit came alive. We we witnessed a father and son in the pit, and inside of that – uh you know you went and you relived your pain and the pain that you've caused and the pit that is still there it doesn't fucking go away it's just you're you're no longer in it but you were forced to see it mm-hmm. that understand that you could be pulled into the pit at any given time but if you have the tools that you can find the possibility and the path out of the pit so that was this experience was all about for you that like the second time coming in talk to me about feeling the pit and talk to me about finding the voice the following day.
1: So what I what I experienced inside of that that evolution where we dig deep and, and figure out what, what it is that, that is holding us back or, or that is that is uh, keeping us in the place that we are. I I saw that I was still holding a lot of shame and guilt around not having been there for shy and Rowan my daughter yeah right and and I felt so bad that for (laughs) you know 10 years I had been the shithead not showing up for them being selfish and not being responsible for what I had taken on as a responsibility Mm. right and and like you said the 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 guilt and shame is what holds you back, right? So for me to see that and accept that and say, okay, I'm I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. That is part of me, but that, that is now driving me to do just the opposite. Mm-hmm. Because I'm reminded of that often, right? Of that point, because it's so intense and it, it's something that is like ingrained in your mind where when you start drifting, you're like, oh, nope, I have the responsibility. I I took that responsibility i committed to being the king inside of my family and and to guide and lead and and allow not just my wife but also my daughter to be in an environment where they can thrive and and be the best version of themselves yes this is not just about me no it's about them because i chose i created this family
0: yes Yes.
1: And by doing so I I took a responsibility and a commitment on. Yes. So now I got to I got to take that responsibility. And
0: so what did the voice tell you?
1: This concept of the voice. The next the next day the the, the next evolution something really interesting happened where before I believed in the concept I believed in, you know, a greater power, but I had never experienced it. And when when we went through the the, the hand of God evolution, mm-hmm. all of a sudden I felt an energy that was there to help me and to guide me. And that that uh, that I also saw that that was one of the things that was holding me back living in my head not live not listening to what my heart was saying and and never opening myself up to be vulnerable and asking for help mm-hmm. because not hearing the voice was because I wasn't willing to listen mm-hmm. and now I know it's always been there I just didn't listen to it mm-hmm. I chose to keep my ears closed and not listen to it but that that experience was so powerful at that moment that i just couldn't ignore it right and and i felt this energy that was was almost like reaching out and the reaction that i had to it was just scream help me yeah and i, I didn't know where that came from it was is something that that just happened and and for me to be that emotional and and screaming from the top of my lungs helped me that that was so uh, in a way uncomfortable but then this big weight fell off right because it, it it all started tying together the the fact that i that i maybe a month prior to that had that conversation with my wife and allowed myself to be vulnerable vulnerable and seeing the shift and the power in that and then and then opening that up to something even bigger mm-hmm. and allowing myself to be vulnerable and asking for help for something that I can't comprehend or grasp, that that was like, that was, you know, and, and, and so like another level. And so
0: that discovery led you to uh, tuning into the voice and listening and finding your purpose. Because okay. at the end of the day, purpose is is what's driving you today. Yep. Six months ago, if I asked uh, Gus, what's your purpose in life? You go, hey, dude, I'm still searching for it. Talk to the audience and talk to me about finding your purpose, the meaning of purpose to you. How did you find it and how are you 100% certain without a fucking doubt that this is your purpose and not another fucking concept or theory that's, that is thrown at us most of our lives about purpose?
1: Yeah. Um, my m- my purpose is tied to my you know, what we call the our, our X factor. Right. Yeah. I, I know. I know now, and that that was part of that journey, right? Uh, discovering what that was, and and knowing that I'm I'm really good at, you know, listening to people and taking their concepts that they have in their brain and and writing that down into something comprehensive and and structured, right? That yeah. that, that sounds boring, but that's really what it is, yeah. <laughs> right? That's my X factor. And so when I when I looked at that and 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 looking what I had been doing. Professionally, it, it all kind of started fitting together. And and I felt like, okay, well, I've been an entrepreneur my whole life. Mm-hmm. I've been working with other entrepreneurs my whole life. Mm-hmm. And that fulfills me. And that's why when when I figured out, hey, my, my purpose is just that. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm here to do. I'm here to impact lives through the knowledge that i have and the experience that i have through building better businesses sure and that affects not only the owner and their family but also their teams and their family and all the clients that they that they affect so there's there's a great impact through you know me being involved in in recreating redesigning somebody's organization beautiful so inside of that the the
0: purpose that you felt um, it's is basically have an impact on someone's life that in return can have an impact on other people's life, oh. um, and uh, and when you when you actually have connected with your purpose, meaning having an impact, meaning everything that you do, how you decide to put food on the table for your family and how you decide to spend your time and the rest of your life is dedicated to your passion of helping others and particularly a group of people that you've grown to have the skills and the knowledge to be able to help, which is the group of entrepreneurs or, or, or this, this targeted uh, audience of yours that can be impacted by your own experiences. And here's the key word, right? By your own experiences. There is no one in the world that has your experiences and your parables. Yep. Think about the time that you moved from Belgium to U.S. And think about all the struggles that you've gone through to be here today. I think about the journey that I had to take all the way from Iran to Montreal, Canada, as a kid, growing up 22 years in Montreal, Canada. From there, taking a journey to come to Houston, Texas, and live there almost a decade in the oil and gas industry. And from there, Come to California to reunite with my wife's family here and find Warrior only six months later and find myself today here. Like, dude, I didn't have this fucking planned. When you came to when you came to this country, you didn't have this purpose identified. No. And and the purpose is not something that that you're gonna reach right away. Hey, if you're that kind of guy that can reach your purpose right away, then good for you. For most of us, it's a journey. But it has a purpose. The purpose has a purpose. Mm. The purpose has a purpose and is to make you believe that you can teach your experiences and have an impact on others. Not read a fucking book and repeat it out. But relive your stories and tell your stories in order to have an impact on other people. If I go back right now and if we look at your story, As a man that migrated from Belgium to US, not easy, not easy journey. If anybody has not gone through this process of moving to another country, then you have no idea what the fuck am I talking about. You cannot understand the stress involved and the complication in the process for this to happen. It is a constant struggle and a chase of a feeling that you belong here and that you have to earn that right because we don't want any Tom, Dick, and Harry coming into this fucking country. You got to earn the right to be fucking here. That means you got to have the right to, to to grow, expand, and also have the adaptation and capability of integration, integration of your culture and this culture and this society. This is not a fucking wild, wild west zoo where you can allow anybody come to fucking here. I mean, these are everything that I experienced myself. Myself, I experienced all these steps. I experienced the welcomes, and I experienced the get the fuck out of here's. And they're both beautiful because they both blend into this reality of what is. The problem is we want to sit here we want to sit here and believe that there is no racism. We want to sit here and believe that it doesn't exist. We want to sit here and say, well, it only exists for an extremist people or crazy people for this like gangs or this groups or these like uh, that's just not us. But the reality is that it exists in every single fucking of us, including myself and Gus sitting here. And the minute we pass a judgment on anything or anybody, we are actually being categorized in that category, which is racism, whatever the fuck you want to call it. We all pass judgments on human beings. Don't you sit there pretending that you're not fucking passing judgment. We all pass judgment. You're probably passing a fucking judgment right now on this podcast. You are say, what the fuck this guy's talking about? Some of you already shut down the podcast and you're never going to listen to it. Good. But it's not going to take away the fact that we all pass judgment. That's true. Judgment all the time. Constantly throwing judgment. And this this shadow that we're projecting, it is nothing but the desires that we want. It is something that we want, but because we can't have it, we're going to fucking project the shadow of saying, fuck this guy, this and this and that. Judgments we're not free of them and experiences requires to live and navigate through judgments and that forms your story that forms your experience and then your purpose come along and says have you considered believing in yourself have you considered believing in your own story have you considered believing in your wife and your daughter Have you considered believing in the life that you've built, the struggles that you went through? Have you considered to believe that finally you can have an impact and give yourself permission to knock at the door and provide help? Because most people want to sit in their house and want people to come to them so they can help you. That's not true help. The true servant, what we call the leader servant, Gets up in the middle of the night and goes and knocks at the door of the people that need help. He knows where the houses are. He knows that they don't have food. He knows that they don't have shelter. So he brings them food and water. Knocks at the door, sits down with their kids and their children. Shares the little food that he has with them. And in there, when he shares that meal, he helps them. That is a true leader servant, not the guy sitting at home comfortably saying, if you need my help, call me. A true leader servant and what you're feeling in your heart and this conversation of the purpose is exactly that. You knocking at the door and saying, hey, if your company is fucked, it's not because of your employees. It's because you are fucked. Let me share a meal with you and let me Let me share my meal with you. Have a bite with me. And let's have a conversation about why. And you know exactly where to go. Because you're not going to knock at the doors that are arrogant. They'll be sleeping because they'll be drunk and full of drugs and full of sugar from all the overeating or whatever the fuck. But you know exactly where to knock. So when you say purpose, it's not business, man. It's not... It, yeah, entrepreneurs are these t- t- terminologies. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, I get it. Those are all fucking titles. But at the end of the day, it's it's people. It's people and pain. People and pain and problems and possibilities in the path. That's it, period.
1: Yep. And the impact that you can have. And the
0: impact. And you felt the pain. Yep. You've seen the possibility. And you've seen the problem. And you know where to knock because you know where the problems are. So... I wanted to share this with you and the audience so that the purpose has a purpose for us. So everything that has happened in our lives is to bring us to a point where we can ask the questions of, what the fuck am I doing? And the reality of this is most of us and most of you listening to this conversation and most of you still listening to this conversation, there is a deep, deep, Leader servant inside of your heart, but you gotta give him permission, just like Russ, just like Gus did. You didn't believe in this six months ago, Gus. No, not at all. You didn't believe that you were a leader servant. Not
1: at all. How you feel I today? I didn't. I didn't see it. No. Right, and that that's part of that permission, right? I I also learned that there's a lot of things out there. Yeah, we're just not seeing them because we're not allowing ourselves to see it. Yeah. Just like there's things that we sh- we can feel, but we're not allowing ourselves to feel. It's true, right? So that 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 is that is part of that equation, and and getting to that point where all of a sudden the reality hasn't changed, but your perception on it has changed, mm-hmm. and and that's where you know when you say six months ago I had no idea. Well, no, because I I didn't I didn't give myself permission, and I didn't allow myself. To go to that place. right? And, and I was six months it. ago,
0: you were not a broken guy. No. Marriage was good.
1: Yeah. Business was
0: good. Your body was in a good shape. And, like, and life was working really awesome for you. Yeah. You were in a
1: good place. Absolutely. But, but it, you find greatness in your purpose. Yep. That's, it's completely different now. Sure, and, you look fucking different. Yeah, thanks. And the... the um, you also need to build that foundation first before you can even get to that yes. point that's also something i realize now that wh- where i am today and and the, the the energy that i feel and the the passion that i have for what i what i do and where i am that wouldn't be possible if i didn't have the vessel mm-hmm. to to hold that and yes. to comprehend that yes. right holding it in my heart and comprehending it with my mind so uh, i looking back at it now like like I love how you say purpose has a purpose because every single step of the way, all the way back to leaving my country. Yeah. Right. When I look at it now, it all makes sense. Right. It may not have made sense when it happened Mm -hmm. and, and still today that happens. Right. But, but I, I have, I have more of a, I'm more comfortable with it now, not understanding something, because I know that maybe a year from now, two years from now, I'm going to know why this is happening today or why I'm making decisions to go left instead of right. Yep. Or, and, and that's where that, th- the comfort comes in, where, yeah, listen to the voice. It's okay, listen to it and, and, and go with it.
0: And so tonight, what I'm feeling and what I'm hearing inside of this whole conversation is that your purpose brought you here and yes. you're on a path right now. Like, my friend, you're a traveler and you've traveled from your country all the way here, lived life, married, and somewhere, somehow, there is another Gus living there that is growing up with the same condition and the same structure, almost like a military system where like tick, 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 everybody's built in the same patterns. There is another Gus. There are multiple Gus's today, and your message and your impact the way it could be delivered in your language with your culture and your experience packaged in your travel journey there there could be a tremendous amount of impact created there above and beyond what you're already doing here yeah do you feel that in your heart yes absolutely and it's not and it's not going to be easy it's going to last a while <laughs> and no one's going to fucking save you no. Because going back in there is going to require a whole pair of fucking balls. Because it's easy to shut down the leader-servant when you don't want to be helped. When you're numbed out to your pain. And there are so many that are numbed out to this pain. But that's the whole purpose of you being here tonight, sharing your story. Getting inside of a conversation, the back and forth of feeling the pain inside of the pit, but also the possibility that came coming out of that and hopefully having an impact on someone watching this show. Um, If you want to catch the show, you will find the show at worryweeknow.com. You can also go to warriorweek.com to watch the documentary of Warrior Week and apply from there if you desire to come here, just like Gus made that decision. If uh, any of this conversation resonated with you and, and actually made you move and actually made you realize that, hey, there is a new perspective that you could look at and there is more research that you can do on your feelings and your emotion as a man and as a king of a kingdom, do us one fucking favor. If this had the slightest impact on you, just make sure that you share this with at least another man that you know. All you got to do is just copy, paste the link, say, listen, dude, just listen to this podcast. It kind of touched me. I think it's going to touch you too, bro. Have a good night. Because that's calling paying it forward. The more the message is heard, the more the impact is created. And it might have not resonated with you to a point where you say, hey, man, that was some good shit. I heard, but I, you know, outside of this, you know, I kind of know what I'm doing. Hey man, good for you. Good for you. Like assumption and justification is part of being an alpha and your ego is always going to tell you that. So the minute you're going to put that down and listen to a different story is where you actually can give your permission to re-listen. So maybe you should go back and listen to the podcast one more time, but this time drop down the fucking ego and see where it takes you. So brother, I love having you on the show this was a this was an incredible show man like it was a special show because I witnessed your whole journey and from you being where you were and where you are today and it's just a beautiful beautiful story You've to be an told
1: been an actor in my life <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a, it's a
1: beautiful story yeah. so i want to thank you for being on the show any final thank words you uh, Gus? no i yeah uh, you know, other than what you said right the, the... The ego gets in the way so often, yeah, right, and it and it prevents us from listening. It prevents us from seeing. It prevents us from so many beautiful things, just because we're not giving ourselves permission, and that ego stands in the way. Oh, I got this, yeah, right. I that's what I used to say. Yeah, I'm guilty I of got, that too, man. <laughs> I got it. I got it. Yeah, right. I'm yep. the man. I can do this. We so. are
0: all guilty of that, and uh, the ego serves. But at the same time, well, the ego serves because we're sitting here and we're having a conversation. If we didn't have any ego, we wouldn't have the fucking balls to sit here and have this talk. So the ego serves us, but at the same time, so many times, the ego can just rob power from us. Uh, Inside of this, my brother, if you are – are Going to listen to this, worryweeknow.com has all the transcript, all the pictures and videos that comes associated with the podcast and as well as worryweek.com for the Worry Week experience if it's if you are interested. If you simply want to download the podcast, you go on iTunes, Google Play or Stitchers and you'll be able to download the Worry Week podcast Parables from the Pit. Thank you everybody for being on this show and we'll look forward to talking to you on the next episode.